Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Business Life. Coming up, GNPC to soon commence procurement processes for drilling on Voltian Basin. Works under the Public Procurement Act. So we are going to follow it to the latter. Over the years, that's what we have done. So locals that are registered with the Petroleum Commission and have the permit to participate, they are allowed to participate fully. Meanwhile, crude oil to average $86 per barrel in 2024. We will hear from the African Energy Chamber. Last government charged to remain committed to the reforms in its budget statements to address the current economic challenges. Our confidence that the government will remain committed to the reforms identified in the program as to, to, to take full uh, advantage of it uh, to address the current uh, difficult economic conditions faced uh, by the country. We have details of these plus many more shortly. Please stay. I am Pius Kojo Baka. Let's now look at our stories. And the African Development Bank says it expects the government to remain committed to the reforms in the budget statements to address the current economic challenges. This comes after it signed a $102 million budget support deal with the Ministry of Finance. According to its country manager, Yesurulam Fasika, the bank will continue to partner with the government in various sectors to ensure stability. She was speaking at the signing ceremony. Honorable Deputy Minister, currently the bank's group active country portfolio uh, consists of about 20 operations. We have 15 public sector operations and five private sector operations. With a total commitment of about 726 million US dollars across various sectors, 
transport accounts um, for the largest, followed by agriculture sector. The portfolio also involves uh, projects in economic governance, energy sector, water and sanitation, and human uh, capital development. These ongoing projects, in addition to uh, the budget support program we are signing uh, today, would support government's recovery and development efforts and contribute to the bank's high fives dimensions in Ghana. So we will light up and power Ghana, feed Ghana, industrialize Ghana, integrate Ghana, and improve the quality of the life of Ghanaians. Honorable Deputy Minister, distinguished ladies and gentlemen, we are confident that the government will remain committed to the reforms identified in the program as to, to, to take full uh, advantage of it uh, to address the current uh, difficult economic conditions faced uh, by the country. <coughs> in conclusion, allow me, Honorable Deputy Minister, to seize this opportunity to reaffirm the commitment and the availability of the African Development Bank Group once again in supporting the efforts of the government and the people of Ghana in addressing the country's recovery efforts and development. Meanwhile, the 2024 budget will be in line with the fiscal program and measures that government has agreed with the International Monetary Fund. Here is George Yaffe with more. The development could mean that the finance minister, Ken Ofriata, may come up with programs aimed at mobilizing more revenue whilst improving public efficiency in spending. However, it is not clear for now what mobilization of more revenue would actually mean. That is, whether the finance minister will be focusing on efficiency in collections or reviewing the tax rates. The minister will also be pursuing initiatives that will bring the debt stock in line with what government has agreed with the IMF so that it will reach the sustainable level. By 2028, the budget will also look at how to address some of the weaknesses in the energy sector. Financial stability will also be a critical area for government going into next year, as the minister will announce some fresh measures to help bring inflation down with support from the Bank of Ghana. Joy Business understands that some final touches are being put to the document with the necessary briefings taking place at the economic management team level. And later... There will be an engagement, a cabinet, before the actual presentation next week. But for many, they'll be looking out for how government will be planning to contain expenditure, especially in an election year. All right, so let's stay a while longer on budget-related stories and engage the perspective of economist Professor Lord Mensah for more on this. Thanks so much, sir, for joining me on Business Life. Already we are gathering that the budget will be in line with the fiscal program and measures that the government has agreed with at the International Monetary Fund, as uh, rightly narrated by my colleague, George Biafi. It's a few days to the presentation. Are you also learning the same? Yeah, good evening to our viewers. I can tell you that, um, you see, the situation Ghana finds itself in, um, we need a budget that will strike a balance between fiscal responsibility that, you know, the IMF requires of us, and then also the excesses that, you know, election year comes with. You know, we know very well that when it gets to election year, overspending is a problem. So um, from where I sit, Yes, I expect government to, I mean, as a, as part of the fiscal responsibility, you know, structures that we've adapted with the IMF, 
um, to introduce some taxes on um, to increase, I mean, revenue here and there. Because you know, looking at the economic structure as we speak now, government cannot invest anymore into informal, you know, revenue generation and uh, you know, uh, as we speak. So um, I can tell you that yes, we need a budget that is going to strike a balance between election year spending and then fiscal responsibility, you know, as required by the IMF. Correct me if I'm wrong, I heard you say that um, we are likely to see introduction of new taxes as a way of, you know, improving the revenue measures. Businesses are kicking against that. So how is that going to play out? Already they say they've tabled their concerns to the finance ministry and you're saying that we are likely to see taxes being introduced. Yeah, the, the problem is that, you know, we've got we've gotten agitations and we all understand, you know, that there seems to be that kind of tax fatigue in the economy, a situation where, you know, businesses are going down as a result of, you know, tax being increased. And the way taxes taxes are feeding into prices, you know, um, prices not being able to come down, keeping inflation high. These are all things that need to be taken into consideration and uh, I can tell you that the finance minister has no option than, you know, bringing, you know, some new taxes or repackage, you know, some taxes to, you know, um, generate the necessary revenue uh, that is required. But then also, we should also appreciate that there could be some shocks um, as we're going into the 2024. Remember, we've missed the deadline for the second tranche of the IMF, you know, um, money that's supposed to be released. To us, these are all some of the, I mean, shocks that are likely to be expected, and uh, I'm expecting the finance minister to provide kind of contingency to some of these shocks in case you know we are not able to rake in as expected. But I can tell you that you know um, there will be possibility of um, new taxes. If businesses are watching now, I'm pretty sure they would be happy, and especially hearing that uh, from you. But how should they go about their um, operations, knowing very well that in the coming days we are likely to see introduction of taxes, as you rightly mentioned, that is, if it is anything to go by, how should they be coping or preparing them, themselves ahead of that? Well, I'm not the one projecting. I mean, it's the IMF program that we find ourselves in and the target we've given to ourselves. You know, government is supposed to, you know, increase our tax revenue up to a certain point, you know, a certain percentage of our total revenue. But then we ask ourselves questions as in the past, what investment has government made, you know, to expand the tax net? We haven't seen much in that line. So therefore, I mean, the existing structures of tax handles are the ones that, you know, government is likely to rely on to, you know, rake in the necessary revenue. And that is why I'm expecting that, you know, there could be, I mean, introduction of one or two taxes to, 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 to cover up those revenue, you know, targets that government has set for itself. And you think we are not likely to see a review or some taxes being um, scrapped? I don't think so. Even if it's, been, it, it's scrapped at one end, it's likely to be introduced at, you know, another end. So it will be more or less like a zero-sum game. At, at the point, we'll give you know, a cushioning to businesses, but we may end up paying it from our daily consumptions, like, you know, four prices going up, four taxes being introduced one here and there. That then means that prices will definitely, of goods and services, will go up. That is how I say it. And that is why I'm saying that 
you know, we, we need a budget that will strike the balance between being, you know, fiscally responsible and at the same time should be able to, you know, absorb the election excess, election spending excesses that we anticipate in 2024. Professor Mesa, just yesterday we reported about Ghana likely to secure more funding from the IMF after the board of the fund approved a proposal to increase member quota by 50%. Help us understand how this will translate to the economic transformation we're looking for. The membership quota does not necessarily mean will build up into you know more money coming from the IMF. It has to do with our contributions that we made with the IMF. Um, you know, every country contributes into the fund. But we may have to understand that over the past years, there seem to be, you know, more countries, you know, applying for this IMF fund, which makes, you know, the fund itself, you know, at risk. And so as a result of that, you know, um, the fund called for membership to increase their quota in a way to shore up, you know, the capital base of the fund. So it's not necessarily money that is, you know, likely to come to Ghana. Very well. We are indeed grateful, Professor Mesa, for your time here on Business Life. You're still watching Business Life. We'll continue with the rest of our stories. And founder for the Accra Business School, Bishop Gideon Titi Ofer, is making a strong case for the government to be heavy on investments for women, small and medium-skilled enterprises. A report by the World Bank indicates women-led SMEs constitute about 50% of all small and medium enterprises in Ghana, a figure that underscores their economic importance. Now, according to him, the government's quest to support the private sector in the 2024 budget should have policies to support these women-led businesses. Bishop Tiofi spoke to Joy Business at a press briefing on the Ladies in Leadership Awards. This of finance is a very difficult thing for every business in this country. It's not exclusively difficult just for women, but also for other people doing other businesses. And our recent conditions in the country has even worsened having access to finance. Even if you get access to finance, it's quite very expensive. The first way to tackle it is to look at how economy um, can grow. I, I think that governments should come out with policies that can support that can support women in this sector. And I mean it Government has no business in business, but government has a say in business. And one way in which government's voice can be heard in business is to be able to provide financial support for women who are breathing the storm and are initiating entrepreneurial ventures and creating jobs, increasing incomes, and reducing poverty. These women need to be helped. Oh, Lila, as we call it, Ladies in Leadership Awards. Lila is going to run every year, recognizing women from various fields um, of endeavor, uh, putting them at the forefront of, of business um, and uh, equipping them to continue to lead. There are a number of women across uh, various fields who are doing very well across Africa, but they are not celebrated. You're still watching Business Life. We've got more stories for you after this break. Every day, people have money emergencies. 
I need my school fees. Emergency. Mommy, chop money. money. Emergency. 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 Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, Charlie, and enjoyment. At the top five, we got. Dial star 770 hash for all your money emergencies. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Welcome back to the program. The Ghana National Petroleum Corporation is expected to begin first drilling of the Voltaic Basin Petroleum Products, um, which has been on the table for some time now. According to the Manager of Exploration and Appraisal at G GNPC, Michael Aite, all is set for drilling to begin next year. He made the disclosure in an interview at this year's offshore summit in Accra. Here's more. Exploration for the Voltaic Basin is on course and is expected to begin in the second quarter of 2024 as the Ghana National Petroleum Corporation, GNPC, identified a key location to begin its well drilling. Speaking to journalists after addressing stakeholders at the Offshore Africa Energy Summit in Accra, manager in charge of exploration and appraisal at GNPC, Michael Aite, disclosed that procurement processes will be open to all Ghanaian oil and gas companies to participate in the drilling process. He believes that all the data gathered by the corporation will support the search for the natural resource at the field. Voltaire, because it's a frontier, the probability of success is lower. But we have seen indications that there is a possibility that oil has been generated. And that's why we are going ahead with the drilling. So you don't have a working system between No, there are indications that there is a working system. But what you don't know it's the quantity. You don't know that yet because what we have is 2D data. But we need well information to help us. 
With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes choice of JVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. Do a better job. GMBC works under the Public Procurement Act. So we are going to follow it to the latter. Over the years, that's what we have done. So locals that are registered with the Petroleum Commission and have the permit to participate, they are allowed to participate fully. And unlike uh, other companies, we, we will present it in such a way that it is unbundled so that Ghanaians can have full participation in the procurement process. It will be put in the national dailies. So everybody will know once we start the process. The summit focused on energy transition and the various policies implemented by government to achieve net zero as agreed at the COP28. Here is Editor-in-Chief of Offshore Africa, organizers of the event, Gilbert Da Costa. The energy transition is the main issue in the industry right now. Everybody is talking about it. I think in Africa we don't even get to talk about it as is done elsewhere. When you go to international meetings and conferences, the focus completely is on energy transition. Uh, what steps are being taken to ensure that the country or the, the world generally um, is compliant with the trend towards net zero? But I think in Africa we, we have a, a major challenge. Uh, we have an energy uh, poverty. Uh, we have a lot of challenges. And you know, oil and gas, for example, represents a good way for the economies to pick up. I mean, we have oil and gas resources in Africa. We cannot just ignore that. The expected drilling of the exploration for the Voltian Basin will be conducted onshore. And Brent crude oil is expected to average $86 per barrel in 2024. That's according to the African Energy Chamber. This is due to a stronger demand outlook tightening next year's global balances. We've got more for you in this report. In its 2024 State of African Energy, it said the estimated Brent crude base for quarter 4, 2023, is $87 per barrel. Presently, crude oil is hovering around $83 per barrel. If this trend is to continue and the CD remains stable against the US dollar, prices of petroleum products will not change much at the pumps. The African Energy Chamber also said, while the Chinese macroeconomic situation should be closely monitored. At this point, the Brent crude outlook remains cautiously optimistic. Moreover, the current negative macroeconomic sentiment could partially be mitigated by an additional extension of Saudi Arabia's voluntary cuts. It said the outlook for the rest of the year suggests that upside price pressure will not recede as the forecast for global balances points towards a significant deficit in the market. And more within the space, Ghana is ranked fifth in Africa with highest offshore oil rig demand, indicating significant oil and natural gas reserves. That's according to the 2024 State of African Energy by the African Energy Chamber. The country overtook Libya to the fifth position. Here's more. An offshore rig demand is made of oil reserves, contingent resources and exploration. 
It is a large structure all in water with facilities to drill wells, extract and process oil and natural gas. According to African Chamber, Ghana's offshore rig demand shot up over that of 2022. This shows that the nation has some significant oil and natural gas reserves. The report also stressed that Ghana and four other African countries run off the top five countries with the highest percentage of contingent resources. This implies that rig demand in this particular area is sensitive to expected investment decisions. Ghana presently holds about 660 million barrels of proven oil reserves, breaking down cumulative offshore rig demand from 2020 to 2030 per country, reveals Egypt as the most active country with about 123 rig years, followed by Angola and Nigeria. Meanwhile, the number of wells drilled on the African continent is estimated to increase to 967 in 2023, a 6% year-on-year growth. And the National Petroleum Authority has said reinforcement or enforcement of the EI-378 is expected to start by the end of the first quarter of this year. My colleague Precious Emevo reports. An offshore rig demand is made of oil reserves, contingent resources and exploration. It is a large structure all in... Dare to Share Knowledge Consortium is a new platform offering a space for evidence and perspectives on just transitions, bringing together diverse stakeholders, including policymakers and civil society representatives. Resident Coordinator of the United Nations in Ghana, Charles Abani, says a comprehensive and an inclusive approach is needed to achieve a lower carbon future. And so actually this platform is really important to understand all the dynamic moving parts that will enable Ghana to achieve this. The UN The National Authority's media engagement in Sunyai helped to explain some operational issues of the authority in the Buno, Buno East and Ahafo regions. Despite the authorities' improved operational and safety standards at the retail outlet, among other successes, illegal importation of petroleum products along border towns like Doma, Drobo and Sampa and the illegal resale of fuel on tabletops remains a challenge that requires the assistance of the security agencies to help keep. Regional manager Kwejoapia Odano said that Tebubu, Pru and Senate districts remain prone to attacks and appealed to the security to step up efforts to make their inspections easy. The way we can freely inspect stations in Sunyani, wake up any time and go to any station. We cannot do so on that route. We would have wished that that route was free from armed robbery attacks. But that notwithstanding, we continue to carry out our mandate. Every month we go there. We, we are thankful to the Atibubu police. They've been giving us um, support and we will continue to rely on them. But certainly when they also have logistics challenge, it may also affect the frequency to which we can go into that region. So we will only appeal that um, they will step up security efforts to rip off um, that area and make it free. Legal manager at NPA, Farida Ali Musa, said having been granted prosecutorial powers by the AG, they are determined to ensure the laws regulating the downstream petroleum activities are adhered to. 
hence the enforcement of the instrument next year. So if you engage in any activity in the downstream industry, it means you are violating the uh, provisions of the MPA Act and that you will be prosecuted for it. Aside that we have um, where people also interfere in the activities of the officers when they go to the filling stations or the LPGMC stations to conduct their official duties. If you are found guilty of such an offense, you, you can um, be behind bars for, I mean, the minimum imprisonment is two years and then some of them their maximum is 10 years 15 years we want to look at um, find a way to clear all the backlogs or clear all hurdles before us so that we can start the prosecution precious some of joy business Sunyai. and before we go let's quickly dash to the my joy online portal for slash business where we have great stories lined up for you high cost of borrowing to make it harder for government to service debts. That's according to EIU. Also on that portal, you see CD's outlook hinges on Coco syndication loan. That's according to an IMF report uh, there. Got great stories on that portal for you. Just go there and read what you need to know. And that's it for the bulletin. I am Pius Kojobaka. Let's do this same time tomorrow. We enjoy the rest of our program. See you. Bye.